0: Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Brad, she's Mikel Mikkel, you're pretty gullible. Hmm. Are there things that you, like, things that you got tricked on, that you believed that, like, weren't true? Something you fell for?
1: Honestly, I am typically in the other role... No, that, you're not. You're so Brad
0: gullible.
1: Knows. Um, no, I feel like I typically am like a figure out- Outer, That's a word, right? Sure. So like, I love surprises, but I like figuring things out. So I ruin all of my surprises. So I feel like all those little things like tooth fairy and stuff like that, I don't know that I, uh Did I just ruin something for you?
0: <laughs> all right. When I was a kid, my mom told me that if you cross your eyes, you know, like if you like cross your eyes, they'll they stick like that. Like that I was you. like 25 and Nicole was like, that's not true at all. And I was you, like, what?
1: Did you believe that if I you thought ate it carrots, you would have 20-20 vision too?
0: Carrots help your vision. I don't know. Vitamin C? Is that not true?
1: I don't, I think that's one of those things that your parents say to get you to eat carrots.
0: Well, it worked.
1: Children, still eat your so carrots. Eat your
0: carrots. <laughs> and the, the tooth fairy will be there.
1: I think I just ruined it. Stop. Probably no one's watching this at dinner with we their kids. We should have
0: put like a little PSA at the Dude. beginning. Hide the children. <laughs>
1: Pablo, take care of that.
0: So, uh, okay, global. A lot of people think that Christians are gullible, even like stupid, right? We mm-hmm. believe in this God that we can't see, and we listen to a God that we can't actually hear, we can't touch this God, and so people like Christians are just dumb, they live in this sort of mythological world. I actually read an article last week that said the next great step in human evolution is eradicating faith, because Ooh. because people who have faith are less intelligent, apparently.
1: Yeah. Right, that's the age of criticism. We believe in
0: this cartoonish sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is faith irrational? That's what I want to talk about.
1: I mean, I think the quick answer is absolutely. By definition, oh. like the two words contradict each other, right? So oh, like, that's true. Like,
0: faith being something you can't prove.
1: Right. Believing in something you can't see. Hmm. Logic is based on fact and science and research. So, yeah, I think... Sure, absolutely sounds like a contradiction. You're
0: kind of right. That's not where I expected this going.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is, by definition, irrational. (laughs) But if you think, think, I think we are spoiled in this generation to have so much science in the bag that I think it's easy for us to say what is logical and what's illogical. So... So, for example, take us back decades, centuries ago. Yep. It's easy for us to now say, yes, the world is round. But was it so logical at one point to believe that we live on a round ball and no, we're not going to go fl- filling off into space? Right, because
0: if you just tell someone we live on this round ball that's hurling through space, you go, that's actually dumb.
1: Yeah, but we have science and satellites to have taught yeah. us gravity. Yeah. Go back to if I said to you how logical does this sound? If a boy takes his elbow and touches a girl's elbow, a baby will come from that. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Okay. You would not believe that. Okay. But if you go back centuries and centuries ago, someone said this other boy part touches this other girl part and this is how the oh, miracle of life occurred. I see occurs. where you're going with that. So it's almost yeah. like, is it that much more illogical to believe this guy named Jesus comes to earth. Oh, P.S., he's the son of God. Yep. Oh, P.P.S., he actually is God himself, too. Hangs out for a bit, dies, magically comes back to life, um, hangs out for a little bit more, magically goes back to heaven. P.P.S.S., is that how it goes? I don't know. If you believe all of this, you get to live forever, forever. and ever yeah. and go visit him in heaven, it's, too. Yeah. So is that? does that sound that much more illogical than... We live in a ball and you're not going to go flying off into space. Okay,
0: I hear what you're saying, but couldn't we use the argument of, in this enlightened, we've reached some level of enlightenment in the last number of centuries because of science, because of observable things mm-hmm. and technology, right? So couldn't I use the same, same argument to say, that's my point. At some, at some point in time, we're going to reach another level of enlightenment and realize mm-hmm. we don't need this silly God anymore. Mm-hmm. I think... The skeptic would use that argument against you.
1: Right. Right.
0: I hear what you're saying, but I think that that could be used. Like, yeah, that's the point. At some point in evolution, we're gonna realize we don't need this God. We just made God up for whatever it does for us it's to have crutch. a deity. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking about that. I, I would I would what I think is the counter argument to that is that while you and I have faith in this God that we've described that as you point out, it could feel like fantasy land to some people, right? Right. Don't all people actually have faith in something?
1: Right. I would hope so. Something. Otherwise, life isn't that fun to wake up to. I mean,
0: just the fact that I had faith this morning that my car was going to start. Right. So I couldn't prove that my car was going to start. There have been many times that cars haven't started for all kinds of reasons, but I just assumed that my car was going to start. I assume that when I leave work, I go home tonight, my house is still going to be there. I can't prove it. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Other relationships you enter into, like marriage, you enter into this agreement, into this belief that the two of you are going to exist happily for a really long time and you can't prove that your spouse is going to remain faithful and agree to all those things you agree upon on that wedding day but you certainly hope it does so it's like yeah I think a lot of what we do is based on these presuppositions that yeah
0: and in some ways I'm going to continue to hold on to that because you could look at the marriage example and go well marriages have fallen apart but until I'm it's proven otherwise, I'm going to continue to have faith that that person's going to be faithful to me, and we have good days ahead. Now, there might be some point where it's proven otherwise, but until that, I'm going to have faith. Right,
1: because again, if you don't have something to place faith in, life isn't fun to wake up to. Yeah. Like, what what is the point if there isn't something that you can... I don't know. I feel like I keep coming back to the word hope. Like there's something about having faith in something, someone, some bigger thing, some plan for your life that gives you hope.
0: Oh, yeah. So, oh, good. So if you're going to, if we all have faith in something, again, people have faith that they're not going to lose their job today. They don't go into work going, oh, there's going to be a pink slip for me. Like we don't do that every day. Can I prove that I'm not going to get fired? No, but we have some level of faith. So if we're going to put faith in something, we might, to your point, we might as well find something or someone worthwhile to put our faith in.
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: Right? Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure there are
1: people who go the opposite direction and what they do feel is consistently something they can have faith is the crappiness.
0: Yeah. But again, a person would feel that way because that's proven out in their life, because they've had a number of unfortunate things happen in their life. They've been you know, sadly victimized in some way or mistreated in some way. It's like that person's going to look at life and go, the thing that I can have faith in is that life sucks. That's because it's proven out to suck.
1: Right, right. So interesting. If you go back to that question you asked me about what I was gullible about or what I wasn't. Oh, here we go. There's something. Yeah, it almost makes sense to me that I may not, with black and white evidence, be able to prove this... God's existence, his, his creating, the earth, Jesus being who and w- what he is. But I haven't been able to disprove it either. So right. for, if that's the way my brain works, is that if I'm always trying to break down the mystery of it to get to this answer, if I haven't been able to break down his existence and who he is, I guess it doesn't, to me, that doesn't seem illogical. To me, that actually seems very illogical in the way Mikkel brain works. Very
0: logical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, okay, I'm going to have faith in something because we all do. What you're saying is God has always proven himself. Like what he has said turns out to be true. He says that he's not going to let us down. He's never let me down. So just like a kid would say, I believe in the tooth fairy because the tooth fairy has always delivered, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. The tooth fairy has not not delivered. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not trying to mythologized God or whatever fantasy God here. But it's like, I'm just trying to get my human brain around right. this perfect God. He's never let us down. Therefore, that he is someone I should put my faith in. Right. Because I can't disprove. Right. That's interesting.
1: I think too, I think I, I have to ask the question if, I mean, obviously there's been scholars for years and years and years, trying to prove, disprove what's in the Bible. There's people who have spent their lives digging into scripture, digging into other historical accounts, literally digging into the earth to try and find things that prove the stories in the Bible. If we could, without a doubt, if science could point back to prove every bit of the Bible as true, does that almost take away... from the concept of faith, does that actually devalue if you can 100% explain away who God is Mm. and what he's done, does it devalue the concept of faith? Yeah, because the
0: idea of living by faith, not by sight, if I can see everything, it doesn't even require faith. isn't there
1: something about placing your trust and your hope in something or someone that isn't just laid out in black and white facts?
0: Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah, that's good. So what what do you say to the skeptic who goes, you you all are, you're stupid. You believe in, I mean, you're just less intelligent because you believe in this fantasy god. Like, what do we even say to the skeptic?
1: I don't know. I, I would like to know what that, what gives that skeptic joy and hope and a reason to wake up each day.
0: Oh, yeah. Just to reflect on, you, you're you putting your faith in something. Like, everyone listening to us, whether they love what we're saying or hate what we're saying, we're all putting our faith in something. So just even examining what, who are you putting your faith in yeah. is probably worthwhile exercise. And what is that
1: bringing to your life?
0: That's good. And has whatever you've put or whoever you've put your hope in ever failed you? Because we believe we have this God who's never failed us. Mm-hmm. That's really good. What do you say to the person, the Christ follower who it's kind of discouraging to be treated like you're not very smart because you believe in this God. Like, what do we say to that person? You know, like, I felt that way. What would you say to me if I go Macau? I just, I kind of feel like, am I just kidding myself? Believing in this God, this faith thing. I mean, you said it yourself. Faith is irrational by definition.
1: Yeah. Like, What do you say to that person? I don't, honestly, I just, I feel like I keep coming back to that. Like at the end of the day, I mean, no matter what you place your faith in, there's going to be skeptics. No matter what you're doing through your life, there's always skeptics and and people and naysayers. So again, I think you really just have to weigh, like, what other than that, other than you being labeled as unintelligent, does that outweigh what you know that you're getting out of that relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. day after day after
0: day? Oh, yeah,
1: right. Like, keep going back to that. I mean, look at Jesus himself. Like, look at who, like, these strong disciples, and they all face this, too. So, I mean, there's encouragement there. But at the end of the day, what are you getting out of this relationship that probably being called the idiot at work doesn't outweigh?
0: And I just thought this when you were talking, it's like Jesus himself was mocked for the Mm -hmm. claims that he made. So it's not that surprising that people would think we're whatever because of what we believe. Mm -hmm.
1: And yet they were were seeing and witnessing his own miracles, and still he was so... Who's the idiot
0: there? Right. And the hard-hearted are going to be skeptical. Right. Yeah. That's good. Um, so here's what I read is that um, people of faith are less intelligent. These are the, the, like, the statistics say that. But ready for this? We're happier. We are. Yeah. So we could just be dumb and happy together. Yeah, is that I good? Think,
1: which We're I on. think are not dumb, contradictions. I think that's actually family. synonymous. Good.
0: <laughs> I love it. See you next time on Real Talk.